I threw the musicians a little curve this morning, and but I'm glad that they were here. And we want to change up the service a little bit today because um, we have a tremendous opportunity. So, guys, come ahead. I want to hand these out to you. What we're giving you, go ahead and hand them out to everybody. What we're giving you are invite cards for our new building, our grand opening. Are we on my uh, presentation? There we go. So, you know, this has been our theme, Building by Faith. I had thought about just taking building and put a slash across it and say built by faith. Wouldn't that have been good? I think that would have been an awesome thing. But what we have decided to do is this, um, building something eternal, building something eternal. You have the handout or the invite cards there. We've given each of you 10 of these, 10 invite cards. We have five weeks. We have five weeks until our grand opening. And what we want, I want each of you to, the children and all, I want you to find 10 people that you can give one of these invite cards to. Not only are we doing these invite cards, some of you saw the banners out front by the road, but we're also mailing to every home in Sydney. So here in about two weeks, every home in Sydney will get a card that looks just like the one that you're holding in your hands. And the idea is we're trying to saturate our community. We're also going to be doing yard signs. So we're going to have yard signs here that you all can put in your yard. So here's what that means. You need to trim your bushes and clean up your yard and then put the yard sign in for our grand opening. And we're going to have a special day. We're expecting this to be, listen, this is, this is crazy, the greatest attendance in the history of Grace Baptist Church on May 19th. What we have to do is we have to prepare and we have to pray. So here's what we have been doing. And I hope everybody got these invite cards. What we've been doing since we started in the new building several weeks ago is the foundation of everything that we're going to do at Grace Baptist Church is we're going to preach Christ from this platform. It's not about our politics. It's not about what Pastor Jim is interested in. We are going to preach Jesus Christ crucified risen again, and the only hope for our eternal salvation is Jesus Christ. That's what we're going to do here at Grace Baptist Church. Then we have to remember that the only way that we're going to accomplish what God wants us to accomplish in Sydney is if we are truly a welcoming church. So here on May 19th, we're going to try and get as many people in this building as we can. Next Sunday, we're probably going to be packed out. How many of you know what next Sunday is? Do any of you know what next Sunday is? Who here does not know what next Sunday is? Okay, so next Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, we have Dave McCracken speaking for us. That starts our Bible conference for Monday and Tuesday. There's no evening service next Sunday, so you can spend time with your families and hopefully give them the gospel, evangelize your lost family members. But next Sunday, we're going to have a lot of people here that have never been here before. Everywhere I go in town, people say, man, your building looks great. Your building looks great. And people know where you go to church. Let's invite them here for Easter Sunday. Amen? But when they get here, we'd better be welcoming. They'd better know that we are glad that they're here. People come to church because they're invited or through marketing. 
okay? People stay at church because they're learning something from the Word of God and they establish meaningful relationships. That's why they stay. But let me just tell you something. People will not come to a church where they feel like they can't bring their children. So our facilities have to be clean. They have to be safe. We have a new security system all through the building. We have security guards that monitor our security system. And these parents, they need to know that when their kids are here, they're going to be safe and they're going to learn things from the Word of God. That's part of us being a welcoming church. Amen? That's part of us being a welcoming church. Then, God has a call for each and every one of us. God has placed a call on all of us to represent Him in the world. Man, it was so fun yesterday. I watched uh, James Knox had a video on YouTube where he, he was, they, you know, they do um, evangelism by holding up the signs on the side of the street and doing all those things. So they're downtown DeLand doing that. They had about 40 people there doing that. And every year, Stetson College there, they have a seminar on world religions. They bring their entire class out to see these Baptist freaks. And they interviewed James Knox. And one of the questions that Knox was asked was, um, well, isn't Christianity a hateful religion? And Knox, just like this, said, well, have you ever known a hateful homosexual? Have you ever known a hateful uh, atheist? Have you ever known a hateful, and he listed several things, and they said, well, yeah. He said, here's the good news. Jesus didn't say, trust my representatives. He said, trust me. I, I just love that. But God has called all of us to be a faithful representative of Jesus Christ, one that could be trusted. Now, I'm so glad that people look at me that they don't have to put their trust in me because, man, I'll let you down. Jesus Christ will never fail you. Isn't that wonderful? But we all need to heed the call of God on our lives. Then we'll ground our preaching in biblical theology. We're not going to just stand up and talk about the things that I'm interested in or the, the next thing that's going on among social circles. We're going to preach the Bible theologically. What does, who is God? How has God represented himself in Scripture? What should we know about that? And how should we live out in the world because of it? We don't have any outside manual that tells us what to do. We have the Word of God. So everything we're going to do is going to be bounded, grounded in biblical theology. And then... We're going to live for Christ because of him. We live and breathe because of him. And then the apostle Paul said, and now we live if you stand fast. So that's biblical discipleship. The way that we know that we're alive spiritually is when we are reproducing ourselves in other people, grounding them in the word of God. And then we're going to preach a message of hope and we're going to hear the word of God. So now let's look at this, building something eternal so this is the invite card that I just gave you. If you look at the back of it, this is what people are going to get. You ready for this? How I many of you are ready to be shocked? If you're ready to be shocked, raise your hand. You're ready to be shocked. We're going to have a Facebook page and a Facebook ad. Now, I think I told you guys this, right? I'm going to start a, new, a, new, a whole new platform that's a combination of YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. I'm going to call it you Twitface. That's what, that's what I'm thinking about doing. 
but we are actually going to have a Facebook ad. It's going to go up at 11.30. Our Facebook post is going up at 11.30 today. Pastor Nathan's helping me with this because I don't know how to do any of it. So it's going up at 11.30 today. And what we're going to do at the end of the service, you're going to share that with somebody. You're going to get your phone out because, you know, you guys are not listening to me anyway. You're playing on your phone. So at the end of the service, you're going to get your phone out and you're going to share our grand opening Facebook post to the rest of the world. Isn't that exciting? So we're doing all of these things. But I want you to look at the back of your invite card. And this is what we're telling people. Sunday, May 19th at 1030, you are invited to the grand opening of Grace Baptist New Building on May 19th. In fact, you're the reason we built it. We didn't build it for us. We built it so we could all all still fit in what we had somehow. We've built this to reach others. Now, how many of you have walked into the old fellowship hall and said, how in the world did we do this? But we, we did build it for them. Then helping people like you follow Jesus is the heartbeat of our church. This facility is simply another way to carry out that mission. And this event isn't just about a new building. We'll also be starting a thought-provoking new series, Building Something Eternal, which will challenge us to focus on what really matters in life. So be our guest. So this is the exact card, it's a little bit bigger, that will be mailed to every home in Sydney. So here's the idea. There's this whole marketing thing about so many touches. If people can get five or six touches, they'll really know what's going on with that. So these touches are a Facebook ad a mailer, an invite card that someone they know hands them, a card that they pick up at a business that, that someone has left there, and then the yard signs where people see it. Then they drive by our building and see the big banners, and they say, oh, that's where that's happening. So the idea is over the next five weeks to inundate our community with the fact that we're here and we're ready to minister. Brother Lapish is here, and he could tell you he travels for the Fellowship Track League. How many churches have you been in? And what he could tell you is many churches are in decline. Praise God, we're not in decline. God's doing wonderful things here. We're growing every month. We're growing, and God is bringing new people to Grace Baptist Church. But not only are we getting new people, we are very concerned with the people that are already here. We're building them. We're ministering to all the different classes of people that come to Grace Baptist. That's the heartbeat behind what we're doing. So we're going to have that card How are we going to approach this? How are we going to do it? Open your Bibles to Luke chapter 19. All of those launch sermons that we've been doing, and I I don't even know, six or seven weeks, however long that is, it's all been leading up to this that I am introducing to you today. There are four words that I want us to think about this morning. And believe it or not, I'm going to preach a very short message today. And I want you to pray with me. So we're going to go to the Lord right now and ask him to help us. Before I do that, how many of you believe that what we're doing here at Grace Baptist Church, that other people need to know about it? You all believe that? All right, let's go to the Lord. Lord, thank you so much for your faithfulness. And Lord, after 22 years of being pastor here, I feel less equipped to do what we're doing than ever. Lord, we need you. We need your help. We don't have any wisdom. We don't have any strength. We don't have any ability. We only have you. So, Father, this morning, as we, as we look at this subject, this topic, 
Lord, I pray that all of us will have our hearts tuned to your word and to what you would have us accomplish. In Jesus' name, amen. There are four words that I want you to think about, and they are this. The first one is opportunity, urgency, value, and trust. Opportunity, urgency, value, and trust. So the first thing that I want us to think about is this opportunity. So look at Luke 18. It's actually Luke 19, sorry. Luke 19. Luke 19, verse 41. And when he was come near, so this is Jesus Christ, triumphal entry. Luke 19, verse 41. And when Jesus was come near, he beheld the city, that's Jerusalem, and wept over it, saying, If thou hadst known, even thou at least in... Look at this, what it says. See these next three words? Read these three words out loud with me. This thy day, the things which belong unto thy peace, but now they are hid from thine eyes. Drop down to verse 44. And shall lay thee even with the ground and thy children within thee, and they shall not leave in thee one stone upon another. And look at what this says. Because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. So those of you who come to our Wednesday night Bible study or have been in my Sunday school class, you know that what Jesus Christ is saying to Israel at this point, this is, he's about to go and be crucified. This is his triumphal entry. And what he's telling Israel is, you missed me. So the, the cross-reference is Psalm 118, where it says, This is the day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. There was a day that Jesus Christ came, but they did not acknowledge who he was. How many of you would enjoy the opportunity of having Jesus physically right here with you? Would that be a great opportunity? Can you imagine? And the nation of Israel rejected him. And so the Bible says, and now blindness in part has happened unto the Jews until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. They missed their opportunity. There's something we need to understand. Look at, I have the headline. So March 2nd, 2019 in the Sydney Daily News, there was a, a snippet on March 2nd in the Sydney Daily News. And look at what it said. It was remembering March 2nd, 1969. Grace Baptist Church is being expanded. Church officials announced the construction of an education wing consisting of 21 rooms. The news was announced by William Hovestrite. The outside of the addition will contain matching cement block and bricks. So that was in the paper about a month ago, announcing the building of our Sunday school wing back here. Now, how many of you were here when that happened? You were here at Grace Baptist. Hold your hands up. Everybody look around. These folks are really old. Okay, so these folks were here when that happened. They remember it happening. I want you to think about something. This is, this is an amazing thing. We have not had this opportunity in 50 years. Now, I'm not very good at math, but 2019 to 1969, that's 50 Years, the opportunity to invite people to a brand new facility has not happened in 50 years. Uh, uh, hold your hands up again if you were here. Okay, one, two, three, four. Not if you were alive, but if you were here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people. 
eight people. We've got 400 people that attend Grace Baptist Church, 500 people that attend Grace Baptist. Wouldn't it be great if they all came at once, just one time? Maybe Matthew, maybe March 19th. Now listen. Eight people. We have an opportunity right now that we'll never have again. The excitement of the new facility, the opportunity to invite people to see what God is doing here. Is God doing some cool stuff here? To see what God is doing here. The impact that Grace Baptist Church is having around our community and around the country and around the world. People have an opportunity to see that here. When are we going to have this opportunity again? When are we going to build the way that we've built now? Now, wouldn't it be wonderful if God let us do it again in a couple of years? That would be fantastic. I'll bet you Pastor Hoverstreit didn't think it would be 50 more years. You all agree with that? This is an opportunity that we must take advantage of. The next word is urgency. Look at John chapter 9 and verse 6. John chapter 9. I'm sorry, verse 4. John chapter 9 and verse 4. Here's what Jesus said. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. I want you to think about something. God only gives us so many special opportunities in our lives. And in ministry... These times are so rare. The excitement that we have from this new facility, the excitement that we have from the newness of it all, the way that it smells, all of those things. How many of you like kind of like walk in and it smells new? I, I like that. I think that that's really cool. It's that, that kind of excitement, it doesn't come very often. So you have 10 invitations, just 10. How many of you think that over the next five weeks you'll come into contact with at least 10 people? How many of you think you'll come into contact with at least 10? We need to understand the urgency of this opportunity that we have to invite people to this special day because here's what's going to happen. On that day, I'm going to preach on building something eternal. Now, that's not a trick. I put that on the card, right? I'm going to preach on building something eternal what do you think I'm going to be talking about that day? The gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, you know, we live in a religious community. They're religious, but lost. They need to know who Jesus Christ is and that they need to trust him alone for their eternal life. You know, there are a lot of people that are trusting their baptism for eternal life. There are a lot of people that are trusting their church membership for eternal life. They're trusting their good works. And if their good works aren't enough, then people will pray for them long enough to get them out of purgatory. There are a lot of people in our community that they're religious, but they don't understand that the only thing we need is faith in Jesus Christ and his finished work on the cross. That's what I'm going to preach that day. We're going to have an opportunity to give people the gospel and hopefully, more people than we've ever done. We need to recognize the urgency. The time to take advantage of the opportunity is now. The third is value. I want you to look with me at Matthew chapter 16. 
I was talking with Brother Lapish this morning and talking about Grace Baptist Church and our community. You know, we as a church, we could buy a church growth campaign. We could pay people to come in and teach us how to do a big marketing campaign and all of that. And I actually did that years ago. And you know what I found out? That doesn't work in Shelby County because you people will not be manipulated. I, I can't stand up here and make you cry, make you laugh, and have you leave and set the world on fire for God. That's, that's not the way it works in our community. And you know what? I, I really like that. People are honest here. I love that. I love that about Grace Baptist Church. I love that about Sydney. I love that about Shelby County. It's fantastic. All this is, I'm trying to get Grace Baptist Church to all of us for just five weeks to be focused on one thing, the grand opening at Grace Baptist. We didn't build this building to be the coolest place in town. Hey, we are pretty cool. But we, we didn't build this to be the coolest place in town. That's not what we built it for. We built it to lead people to Jesus Christ and ground them in the faith. That's what this is here for. Look at Matthew chapter 16 and look at verse 26. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? The word that I'm having you think about right now is this word value. The word value. I have a slide here for you. I want you to think about this. How much is a soul worth? How much is a soul worth? Look at what Jesus said. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? And then I like the question that he asks. He says, or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? So what Jesus Christ is saying is if you took a scale and on one side of the scale you took everything in the world, everything in the world. Now i got to tell you, we have more than people have ever had. You all recognize that? You know, we have to actually add on to our houses to fit our junk in. We build extra garages to put stuff in that we haven't used in 10 years. You all know what I'm talking about? We have a lot of stuff, but we always want more. We always want more. And think about this. If you took the whole world, all the value of the whole world, remember, that's what Satan offered Jesus at his temptation. He offered Jesus everything. I actually think that's kind of funny. It already is his. Yeah, so, so imagine uh, Jeff has an infinity. Imagine if I gave him a present and it was the keys to his own car. Would that be, how many of you think that would be a little weird? That's what Satan did when he tempted Jesus Christ. That's a cool sound right there. Imagine, imagine that. But what God said is if you take that whole world and put it on one side of the scale, and you put a little single mother living on Jefferson Street in Sydney, 
the scale would tip down. That little lady is worth more than the whole world. You understand that's why we're anti-abortion, right? That little child's worth more than the whole world. Y'all believe that? How many people in Sydney have never heard the gospel of Jesus Christ? They've never heard it. So many times at our fair ministry, you'll have a child come through and we'll give that child the gospel. And that child, this teenager, immediately receives Jesus Christ as their Savior. The first time they hear the gospel, they trust in Jesus Christ as their Savior. And that might be the only chance that child ever has in their entire life to hear the good news of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But we want those people to have more than the gospel. We want them to understand the fullness of the Christian life and what God does in a person's life. He changes them. And I want you to understand something. The world is not worth more than that little lady. The world is not worth more than that family that lives next to you. The world is not worth more than those young people that you guys go to school with. The world is not worth more than those people who work for you or who work on the line with you or who work under you or above you. They're not worth more. And I I think that maybe we lose sight of the value of the souls around us in our community. We didn't build this building so that we could be comfortable. We have built this building so that we can get more people in here to preach the gospel to them. Man, it's so important that we understand that. How much is a soul worth? The fourth word is trust. Look at Matthew chapter 28. Man, I get it. I think I came out of the womb talking to people. You know, talking to people is easy for me. Giving the gospel to people is easy for me. Handing out an invitation is easy for me. That's, that doesn't mean I'm better than anybody. I'm just different. That's the personality that God gave me. And imagine that. I stand in front of people and talk for a living. How many of you, public speaking is not your favorite? Would you raise your hands? Right? Here's the thing that I want you to see right here. Matthew chapter 28, look at verse 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, what are those next two words? Everyone, what are those two words? All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. You see what Jesus says there? He begins with saying, I have all power. And he ends the statement with, I'm going to be with you. I have all the power and I'm going to be with you. Here's the wonderful thing. Look at what he's telling these guys. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. How many of you are glad that God didn't make you go and teach every nation? What he wants you to do is just tell somebody else. And when we all do that, what do we do? We end up teaching all nations. The, the thing that we have to, this word trust, we need to trust a couple of things. The first thing that we need to trust is that God's word is true. What God just said, he has all the power and he's with you. How many of you trust that? Seriously, you trust that, right? If you believe that, then you also believe that his word will not return unto him again void. That's what it says in the book of Isaiah. When you give someone this invitation and you invite them to church, they might not even come. But you've put a seed 
in their mind that, look, when I need help, those people care about me. When the time comes for someone to say, I need to do something about my eternity. Well, wait a minute. Where was that church that said that they were going to build something eternal? Where was that? We need to trust God's word. We need to trust that he's with us. And we need to trust that his method of everyone going out and inviting other people, that that still works today. Now, I'm glad we're using you twit face. Okay. I'm glad we're going to use the technology. I'm glad that we're going to have a mailer that we send to everyone. But that mailer coming and that Facebook ad is nothing like saying, hey, this is my church. We're having a special day. I know you might have your own church, but would you come with me just that special day? I want you to see our new building. All of us can do that. And there's no telling what God can do with that. Folks, we need to trust what God has said on that. Because we are building something eternal. Now, what we need to do is pray. Because I have put together kind of this marketing plan with all these touches that we're doing. But you know, Domino's Pizza can do that. Right? You know, you get these mailers in the mail all the time. You get things on Facebook all the time. Somebody's always inviting you to something. Anybody, anything can do this plan that we're doing. We need God to be with us. We need to pray over these cards and say, God, when I give this, will you do something special with it? Will you do something greater than I ever could? How many of you really believe, you really believe that prayer impacts what we do for God? So we're going to pray right now. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Here's our new church. This is our new altar. Let's everybody who can, let's come down here and pray for our special day. Come on. Everybody who can. If you can't, just pray right where you're sitting. We're just going to take a few minutes. Amanda, if you want to play for us, that'd be great. Let's just pray about this special day. And here are some specific things that I want you to pray for. Who does God want me to give this to? Who does God want me to give this to? Who do I know that needs Christ? Who do I know that needs a solid church? And then more than anything, we need to pray that God will lead people to Christ. Let's just take a few minutes and pray.